Welcome back to the Queen's Kids Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We are reporting live uh, from the Epicenter. I'm coming from Jackson Heights, Queens, New York. It is May 13th, 2020. It's a Wednesday. Our numbers are going down, people. About two weeks ago, the coronavirus in Queens uh, and in uh, the greater New York City area had uh, claimed about 800, 900 lives per day with 2,000 new infections uh, daily walking into the hospitals. Intubations were up. Um, Everything was up. Now we are uh, a little over 60 days into the the lockdown and we're starting to see those numbers dip dramatically. Um, Yesterday there was 160 something or or 140 something deaths um, with uh, 400 new cases walking in. Essentially, what we're starting to learn now is that there's a lot of fucking liars. The government's been lying. The hospitals have been lying. We have noticed now that COVID-19 patients inside of every New York City hospital, if you get in, in, any intubations or you're going on a ventilator, you're getting thousands and thousands of dollars. Not you, not me, the fucking hospital. Now, things that we've never thought about, who owns hospitals? Not all of them are owned by the city. Some of them are private. And those guys are getting a shit ton of money. We're also learning that if you die from almost any respiratory disease, they're calling it COVID. <clears throat> so now, for example, uh, I have stage four lung cancer and uh, something bad happened. Maybe it was related to COVID. Maybe it was a flu-like symptom, but I couldn't breathe. I die. You're calling it fucking COVID. The man didn't die from COVID. The man died from lung cancer with complications from COVID, but they're not putting that on death certificates. Why? Why is that? Because the hospitals are a fucking business. And they don't care about us. The media is a fucking business. That's why they never show you the numbers or testimonies from people who have recovered. Or they're not giving you specific details. And when they do, they do it in a graph chart. And no one's there telling you, hey guys, you know what? Take care of your elderly ones. If you're immune compromised, stay inside. Everybody else, you know, let's, let's, let's start moving again. They're not telling you that. They're telling you that you could be asymptomatic and there ain't shit that we could do about it. So if we don't have a treatment, we don't have a fucking vaccine, why are we not going back to work? If you're over 65 years old, stay the fuck home. You're immune compromised, stay the fuck home. You're a pussy, stay the fuck home. You're a liberal Democrat that's scared of everything and wants everything for free and gonna complain all the fucking time, stay the fuck home. But don't come around here with this bullshit. I shouldn't be running in the fucking street getting dirty looks by these fucking ignorant morons looking at me fucking crazy because I don't have a mask. All right, listen. A mask is used for people in the hospital. Why? Because the hospital is a building, essentially, that's breathing in recycled air. It's, it's trying to be filtered air, correct? Right. Now, there's people with all kinds of diseases. That's why people in hospitals wear fucking masks. Now, I understand. Going to the supermarket, going to the pharmacy, getting on the train, whatever the fuck it is you got to do. Yeah. You're standing in line. You want to wear a mask? I get it. Cool. I'll do that. But listen, Jack. You ain't gonna fucking give me no dirty look while I'm jogging. Because I'll smack the shit out of you today, tomorrow, next week, last week, back to the future. I don't give a fuck. I'm the wrong fucking one. And I'm starting to realize we're, we're having the, the same consistent problem. Or, or at least what I'm noticing about this situation. We got a lot of kids uh, that are on this real liberal shit. And a lot of you guys are the same fucking characters. I don't know what mistakes you've made in your life. Maybe when you were 22, uh, you know, you got your first good job. You shouldn't have taken out a lease on, a, on, on that Honda. You know, you should have saved your money for a couple years, but uh, you didn't. You went to school, you got in hella debt. You didn't even graduate uh, with the job you want. But now you're $150,000 in debt and you're clamoring about you want free uh, fucking free uh, university for all the, all the students and loan forgiveness and all this. No, Jack, 
You should have made some better fucking decisions or put away your money or paid off that fucking debt. I don't want to hear it. And it's always these same people who are talking about, yeah, the lockdown, the lockdown, the lockdown. We got to stay locked down. You don't know what you're talking about. This fucking virus has an under 1% kill rate. It's not even half of 1%. It's somewhere at 0.42, some shit like that. But it's not even a fucking half percent. Now, I say that to say this. I was never into politics. I was never a Republican, a Democrat, a liberal, a conservative. I didn't give a shit. Right wing, left wing, left nut, right nut. It doesn't matter. I didn't care about any of that until now. Now I'm seeing people with this ultimate fear and a bunch of crazy fucking ignorance too, man. Because like I said, hospitals are getting crazy fucking money. If you go on a ventilator, each hospital, each patient is getting thousands of dollars awarded to the hospital per patient that's on a ventilator. And 80% of people don't get off the the ventilator. Does that start making sense to you guys? And all these people that are going there, our loved ones, our old grandparents, our immune compromised aunt, whatever. Now, the problem I'm having with the youth and a lot of the young Democrats and the young liberals, you guys are pushing to extend this lockdown. You guys are pushing for your man, sleepy Joe Biden, to become the president. Let me ask you something. If Bernie Sanders was fucking clamoring for fucking free health insurance and a universal system and pot legalization, don't you fucking think that this would have been the perfect time to capitalize on that? Everybody's at home, paranoid, smoking weed, worried about where they're going to get their money from, how they're going to pay their fucking health insurance. Don't you think that that would have made fucking sense for him to keep running? Instead, what happens? Jumps out the fucking window. He wants nothing to do with it anymore. Says he doesn't, this isn't the time, COVID-19. Right, but you're going to let Joe Biden run. And now this motherfucker's under investigation for sexual assault and all other kinds of bullshit when he was running the Me Too movement. So now all your credibility on the Democratic side is fucked. Now another problem with the Democrats. Whatever the fuck is going on in California, needs to, they got you guys got to fucking address that. California, wake up. How the fuck are you guys the lowest, almost the lowest in the country in deaths? 2,836, I think the last number was. 2,000. Let's just round it up. 3,000 deaths. 3,000 deaths. That's a. That's nothing. That's nothing. That's absolutely nothing. And they extended their shutdown until August 1st? Are you fucking nuts? This is communism, bro. You can't tell me that I have to stay inside. I should be allowed to go to work. Listen, I get it. You're going to pump out another stimulus package. You're going to keep paying us this crazy unemployment. Fine. Fantastic. Listen, I like money. I like money a lot. But I like a fucking routine. I like being able to see people. I like going out to a bar. I like going out to eat places. And what the president should have said, which a lot of you fucking liberal pussies can't handle, is, hey, a lot of people are going to die. But if we don't want a big setback, we got to go back to work. And some of you just ain't got the fucking balls to handle that. Some of you just want to sit there and hide. You know what? When I was 19, I had cancer, right? I remember being stuck in the hospital for eight fucking weeks. I didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. So this quarantine hasn't broke me. If anything, it's made me more mentally strong. But I had already been in the worst position because once I got out of that hospital, I spent another year recovering on a bed. I had to learn how to walk again. I learned how to bend over. I had to learn how to do everything. I I couldn't even fuck. I say that to say this. You guys ain't built for this shit. Some of you pussies that never went through shit in your life, always acting like you had it rough. Listen, you ain't had it rough. A lot of people look at me and say that I got it good. 
But because you know part of the story don't mean you know the whole story. Sometimes people just show you what they want you to see. I've done that famously for years. I've reinvented myself. I've done all kinds of shit. This has shown me particularly the flaws in a lot of people's characters. Especially in times like this. Because people are quick to just assume that their beliefs are the truth. A lot of people don't like stats. They don't like numbers. They don't like being told that they're wrong. Every projection that was made through these fucking morons like Anthony Fauci, uh, the John Hopkins fucking studies, the Columbia University studies, they projected 2 million Americans were going to die. Oh, no. Excuse me. That's incorrect. 2 million Americans uh, would be hospitalized and close to 300,000 would die. Something in that nature. Or maybe I had it in the reverse, that 2 million people would die, something like that. They had a movie like this, right? I think it was called Contagion. And uh, I think Contagion was based on that, where uh, a scenario where um, I think Mark Wahlberg or Matt Damon was in it. But the, the scenario was, was basically what happened if people just kept dropping like flies. So in this movie, about 2 million, 3 million Americans die. And then they went into like martial law and they had the government giving out food, all that, all that, that, that fantasy bullshit. Which I'm not saying is impossible. It could happen. I, I get it. I, I could fucking get it. But if you look back at the history of this country, especially in the last 20 years, every time there's a fucking election with the guy that, that, that people have an issue with, some banana shit happens. Now, if you morons are going to sit here and tell me that I'm a fucking crazy person because I don't believe that the president is the top tier, they're not going to let some dingus that won a fucking popularity contest run the world. Okay. At least not this country. There's definitely another layer that we don't know about. I want you guys to think back to 1940s, somewhere around uh, President uh, President Roosevelt, I want to say. Was it Roosevelt or Eleanor? I don't know. But um, there was a time where they took away all Americans' gold, right? And I think they gave you $20 a gram or some shit like that. Um, a lot of things are happening digitally now. So my inclination is that that's going to occur with cash system and um, Bitcoin and, and, and some sort of cryptocurrency is probably going to be the next wave. They are pushing this and taking advantage of this uh, fear to try to put in digital learning, people working from home. Isolation is taking full effect and people are okay with it. People are scared. People like me are pissed. And it doesn't benefit me at all. Like it doesn't really, neither side, it doesn't matter. I can go back to work. I'll make less money because I'm a New York City doorman. The hotels aren't going to be popping right now. No one's going to be handing me out $200 in tips a day. So I'm probably going to go back to making basic dog shit money. But it's fine for me. I've done a lot of shit in my life that's put me in a place where I, I don't give a fuck about that. I prefer more to have my routine and be able to do shit than keeping me locked in my fucking apartment talking about we're going to give you another stimulus. Don't worry about it. You'll be all right. I know I'm going to be all right. There's a lot of people that don't. There's a lot of people that live check to check. A lot of people that just can't make it happen. <clears throat> Listen. It's been a little rough. But I know that we're going to get through this shit. And I truly, truly, truly believe that when we open this shit up, if those numbers don't spike and people ain't scared, we're going to be all right. People die every fucking day, man. Every day. From the flu, heart attack. Cigarettes kill half a million people a year. Still legal. Literally proven that it, it gives you cancer. Still legal. Nobody gives a fuck. 
What's the answer there? Oh, it's a choice? And the coronavirus isn't a choice? So I have the freedom to go buy a pack of cigarettes that's knowingly going to kill me. But you telling me I can't go to work because I might get this virus that has a 1% kill rate. Right. See, when you start really, really seeing the bigger picture, you understand. And I think it takes having money and having accomplished certain things to understand that. Because I realize when people don't have shit, they don't care if the world collapses or anything. A lot of the people that are clamoring for, for the lockdown to continue uh, or whatever the case are those people with massive student loans. A lot of you liberals, you know, you, you want free health insurance. You know, you're in tons of debt. You have credit card debt. Uh, uh, I can't live in New York. I can't afford it. Oh, it's so expensive. Yeah. I mean, shit, I'm 30. I'm turning 32 in October. So you've had at least 10 fucking years to make better decisions. And you might not have. That's your problem. That shouldn't be put on me. That's just how I feel about it. But then again, people are still going to talk shit. People are going to say you're crazy, all this other type of nonsense. But what do you prefer? You think hiding? Hiding's never been the answer for anything. Throughout history, hiding has never been the answer. The people who hide die. And look, let me tell you something. Locking people up in their apartments for three more months are going to kill way more people. There's going to be more suicides. There's going to be more death by domestic violence. There's going to be opioid Alcohol abuse. There's going to be straight up murders. But nah. Nah. Let's keep everybody safe from this 1% killing virus. Yeah. That makes sense. You know your immune system thrives the more you move. But you're in your house all day. And you can't move. Doing nothing. Going from your couch to your bed. And then at 3 o'clock it's margarita time. So what do you think's happening to your fucking body? It's going to the shitter. More people are going to die because of that. This lockdown will kill more people than the coronavirus will. Now me, I'm not a hypocrite. I, I can't be a fucking hypocrite. I like to drink. And I've gone through periods in my life where uh, I've been completely sober. I've gone through periods in my life where I went vegetarian, where I went vegan, where I was on a keto diet, where I didn't drink at all, where I didn't smoke, where I was celibate. I've gone through, I've done a bunch of shit. I've always tried to reinvent myself. Not for the necessity of anybody else, but for my own necessity. Because to grow mentally, you need to do this. And I drink now. I started drinking since I've been in quarantine. And yeah, I've got a fine taste for tequila and mezcal now. And I could put down a bottle easily. If I wanted to, I could put down a bottle in a day. No hangover the next day. But I'm rationing that. I'm keeping it to a quarter bottle. Maybe a half a bottle. Lots of water. Every day I'm... Look, don't, don't call me privileged because I have a juicer. All right, it's $54. If you're on unemployment, they're paying you fucking crazy anyway. Go buy yourself a fucking juicer. I'm knocking out clean juices all day. I'm talking about kale, green apples, red apples, ginger, beets. I'm getting it all. I'm getting all those nutrients. And I'm eating a strict keto diet. Mostly strict. I still fuck up and get pizza here and there. It's pizza's life. But other than that, man, like if you don't take, you could do stupid shit, like drink all the time and smoke as long as you're doing things. I'm going out every day running two miles, no matter what. Every day I got to get at least one, one mile, but I'm getting two. And then I'm coming back, banging out 150 pushups, banging out 150 squats. I went ahead and I bought myself a $150 sauna bag. Yeah. A little bit of a, a, a bill there, you know. 
but Google heat shock proteins, cold shock proteins, and what the benefits of a sauna are, how it helps your mortality rate. I'll jump in that bitch for 25 minutes. Now, it's not the same as having an actual sauna, but there is some benefit to it. And hey, I'm taking anything I can get right now. I'm knocking out my vitamin C, my zinc, my elderberry every fucking day, every morning. You know why? Because although I think this is kind of bullshit, I'm not taking any chances. And yeah, maybe it is something that attacks your immune system, but this is the problem. Instead of them on the news telling us, listen, guys, everybody should just be taking your fucking vitamins, eat an organic diet, try to eat a little healthy, pop, 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 pop. Listen, people are going to die, but people have always died. We have to move forward. They can't say that, though, because there's agendas. And if this has not made it clear that there's agendas, you're just, it's your problem. You know, you're blind. Yeah, I'm not going to disrespect. I'm not going to, I don't, I feel like I don't want to disrespect listeners anymore than I already have. Because if you're one of those people that thinks I'm crazy, it's like, oh, he's a conspiracy theorist. That word isn't a real word. That was made up by the CIA in the 60s after Kennedy got shot to discredit anybody trying to discredit them. Okay, so that's one. Um, but if you say it's fake news or whatever, that, listen, that, that's your business. I've done what I wanted to do in my life. At 31 years old, I could get married tomorrow, settle down, have some kids, and not have to worry about anything. And that's not bragging. That's facts. I've done shit. I've survived shit. I've made shit happen. I'm making shit happen currently. But a lot of people can't do that, and I understand that. But I, it, it, neither side benefits me is where I'm going with this. Um... I know that a lot of people aren't privileged in a sense where they might have had a good uh, family member or, you know, maybe born into some money or, you know, just had the right kind of guidance, somebody to have your back. I was always lucky that I had that at least. I had people that had my back um, as far as family members where I would start going off the path and they would just come back in and be like, yo, listen, this is what's going to happen. I kind of had that a little bit. With my grandma and my grandfather always kind of telling me like, yo, listen, you could do whatever you want, but that's not going to work out for you. and You're going to regret it later. But in such a loving, non-judgmental way that it kind of pushed me to go to that, th those extra miles, you know. Um, and I, I think, listen, everybody makes your, your, your decisions, but there's many come from nothing stories. Look, being an athlete or making a lot of money doesn't provide happiness. I, I personally didn't have happiness for years. And so I started understanding what I thought made me happy and what actually made me happy were very different. For a long time, I wanted to amass an empire. I wanted to own tons of property. And, you know, I, I, I kind of wanted, I wanted my name to be remembered for a long time. And now I don't, I don't even care about that. My, my only happiness comes from you know, seeing my niece smile and seeing my grandma happy and my mother comfortable and my siblings doing all right. And, you know, maybe eventually when I have my time and I have a family, that'll be a whole different level. But right now I don't have that. So my focus primarily on my own happiness is mostly the happiness of others. I'm not one to brag about anything. But during this coronavirus shit, when a lot of immigrant families didn't have any money to, to buy groceries or they were scared to leave their house. I know a few people personally that I've taken care of, that I, I, I gave a little something to. You know, don't worry about it this week. Groceries paid for. And I feel fortunate to do that. Um, I know that there was a lot of people in Corona, especially. It's a large immigrant population over here. Uh, there's poor people lined up outside of a food bank 
uh, and the line stretched for about two miles or something. Real tragic. Um, I, you know, I, I, a little bit of money is better than no money. And you go to think of how much shit we waste, you know, and, and, and all the things that we take for granted. One thing that I think we'll, we'll, we'll come out of this with is a better understanding of, of people, you know, of, of, you know, not taking things for granted. I personally can't wait to be able to go to the beach, hang out with my friends or, or hug my grandma properly or, you know, have a meal with my grandma, things of that nature. You know, if you don't have these things that, that you look forward to, like, what the fuck do you have? I, I can't wait to record my other podcast, Adobo Boys, uh, with the fellas, you know? And, and we were thinking about doing that this week, but I don't think it's safe. I, I personally don't think it's safe. Um, guys, it's, it's got to be Trump. It's got to be Trump 2020. It has to. You guys cannot trust the Democrats. Look at me. I'm a Hispanic white kid that grew up in Woodside, Queens. I grew up on 49th Street. My mother was white as snow. Those Dominican kids, those Colombian kids, they picked on me like nobody's fucking business. I went to a shitty school. I was a shitty kid in high school. Now I'm not. I didn't fucking join any fucking weird cult or became a born-again Christian or... Fucking went to the military when shit got rough. You know, I didn't do any of that. I figured out a way. And yeah, were there lifelines along the way? People that, that helped? Of course, but that's part of life. You you need that. There, there's a lot of luck involved with things. But um, I, I, I don't see how the Democrats are helping us anymore. You know, for a long time, I, I was... I remember when Bernie first tried to run. Years ago, I, I was down with that. And I was like, yeah, that's a fucking great idea. But then you start looking at the, the, the signs of communism and socialism and, you know, the countries that try to do that. And then now you kind of look at China and it's like, you see what's going on in China. You don't even know what the fuck to believe about China. We don't know. You're telling me a city, a country of two million, uh, two million. I'm, sm I'm, I'm high. A country of two billion people only had 3,000 something deaths. That makes no fucking sense, man. Um, they said that when Wuhan went under, that there were draconian law measures put in, which means basically they barricaded you in your house or dragged you out or treated you like a fucking, you know, a mulian or something. Uh, you know, I don't know, like a fucking, like an animal, basically. You, it just, these places can't be trusted, man. All these communist countries started off with this version of socialism, um... Yeah, and it seemed good, like free healthcare, free this, free that. But you're giving up a lot of rights, too. And this country was built on people making money, right? People privatizing businesses and moving forward. Now, do I agree with that, too? Absolutely fucking not. I don't think that businesses should take advantage of things that are privatized. You feel me? Like, the private hospital in times like this? Nah, son. Nah, you ain't a private hospital. You taking in everybody. Because... Life is important. And there has to be ways around this. People will have to pay for their health insurance. I understand that. Times like this, there, there always should be some sort of ultimate line, uh, lifeline where the government really does step in and, and help. I know everybody here is stressed out. I mean, listen, 
I well, I watched my first sports thing the other day. UFC 249, fantastic. Um, as it happened uh, on Saturday, today's Wednesday, so everybody knows already. Uh, incredible main event, Justin Gaethje, Tony Ferguson. Justin Gaethje, fifth round, TKO, fantastic. That, that guy's a monster. Uh, Henry Cejudo retiring. I never liked that little fucking Mexican. Get him the fuck out of here. I feel bad for Dominic Cruz. Uh, I thought he got stopped early. Uh, that's another topic. Uh, the heavyweight division, though. Jesus Christ. Francis Ngannou. 20 seconds. Throwing fucking bombs, man. Jesus. Um, I thought it was a fantastic card. No fans. Um, I don't really miss the fans. I feel like that that hype, you know, you're going to need that. Like, you imagine, like, sports with no fans. Like, I'm not with that. I don't want to live in that type of world. Now, I appreciate the UFC for putting this level of entertainment on. And we're going to move forward with that. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's just a little rough. We're hearing that, um, you know, football doesn't give a fuck right now. Football just, I think they, they just extended their virtual drafts or whatever for like another two to four weeks or some shit like that. NBA is going to have some fucking answers in the next two to four weeks, so... I, you know, I've been predicting that by mid-July, we'll be back to normal. And I, I truly think that that's what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, you know, another day, another dollar. Let's keep getting this unemployment. Uh, and yeah, and that's it. So, <clears throat> yeah, I'll come back and talk some shit to you guys later in the week. If you have any questions, hit up Queen's Kids Podcast or O-Z-Z-Y-A-L-D-A-S-A-Z. Uh, that's Ozzy Aldaz. That's my personal Queens Kids podcast. Obviously, podcast stuff. Um, yeah, and we'll hit you guys up soon. Hopefully, Adobe Boys gets recorded at some point next week, and we can put out episode three with the fellas. And uh, you know, it is what it is. Peace. <laughs>